You're listening to Diary of a Shaman, a podcast that humanizes spirituality and helps you feel less alone in the journey to connecting with spirit, the universe, healing, and living out your soul's unique expression. I am the Jaguar Curandera, Valeria, and I am known for my ability to channel and bridge shamanic knowings with practical knowledge to help you co-create with God by bringing you back to your truth. I'll guide you weekly into new ideas, practices, and perspectives to give you the tools you need for that next level of your life. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play and coming back week after week. I see you. I love hearing you. And today we're going to talk about change which is something you're probably going through if you press play on this. So let me just see you. Let's just see each other in this moment of perhaps difficulty, perhaps a time where you feel like, oh my gosh, why can't things just be the way they were? And rationally, you might know, as you probably do, things are always inevitably going to change. You're in this healing community. You probably hear that all the time. However, for your sort of nervous system to catch up, it might take a while because you might feel a lot of resistance to this new chapter of your life that might not be something that you originally envisioned. And it might be a whole new space that you're like, wait, why is so much changing And why do I feel like shit? And why is this and why is that? And why am I losing people? And why am I tracking these new things? And why, 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 why? And that's the big question, right? The why. And it's it's the allowing of change that makes all of this better, right? It's something that we usually are like, okay, yes, if I allow this change, I'll more easily transition through this all. But that's easier said than done. Personally, I'm going through um, massive change. Sort of today, a question that I asked myself was, if today was the last day on earth that I had, what would I have wanted to do with my day? Or how would I have managed today? And it's such a weird question to ask, especially right now, because I'm like, there's so much that is happening. But I think it was about staying in the present of the change that that question came through right in the morning and so one stay in the present moment so much is changing personally in my life for example you don't realize how quick things are changing until you sort of have like a time frame so for example me and my boyfriend are celebrating a certain uh year and month today and we have had this tra- tradition ever since we got together almost three years ago now. So let's say today is two years and 11 months. And we've had tra- a tra- tradition of always going back to the month and just sitting with each other that month and being like, oh, nice. What happened in this last month? And that's sort of a tra- tradition that we've adopted. And some people think it's extra, but those people aren't in our relationship. so like yeah dismiss and today we're at two years and 11 months and I swear it was just like a blink of an eye sort of like if you have children a blink of an eye (laughs) I was like two years and five months where people were asking me how long have you and your boyfriend been together and I was like oh I don't know if I should like round up or like round down like all, all these little weird nuances 
all to say that time is fucking moving fast and sometimes we want time to move fast because like you're going through a really tough time in in your life and you're like shit (laughs) just like can we fast forward can we not go through this chapter and uh recently I've been having a lot of those emotions but sort of coming back into myself and learning these times will always pass and really sitting with that these times will always pass like internalize that like it's okay it's okay and doing the most with the times that you don't want to go too fast is part of the process Often we try to hold on to something that's no longer serving us. And it can be really, like, a really tough grieving process. I know that there was a point in my life where I was losing so much, it felt like, that I was like, when is this next chapter coming in? Because I'm miserable in this moment of always being in constant change and nothing's, like, what it seems. Come on, Alex Russo. (laughs) And... Often in those moments, I leaned into nature as still nature's teaching. So let's just quickly go into that in a fun way, in a fun way. Because trees and the leaves of the trees are never like fighting to hold on. When it's time, the leaves start falling out. And there's this surrender the aspect that goes into that, that humans often feel that we're exempt from because we've removed ourselves so much from the outside world. Um, And by the outside world, I mean just literally what life is, like what the cycle of life is. Today I shared on Instagram a um, recap of my 2022 year and I realized how much I've lost, so much, how many chapters have ended, so much, and the rebirth of so much that is happening. So let's get into the death part first. and. Not only did my family experience, like, a lot of death just in in general. Like, my family hadn't experienced death, at least as I'm, like, alive directly in the family um, ever. <laughs> like, at least that I know that I was close to. Like, it hasn't been that time yet. And this year, you might know if you've listened to my first episode, I'm medium, um question mark <laughs> um that i lost my uncle uh in july and i lost my grandpa here in august of 2022 and all of these deaths have like happened and i took a breath to realize dang it was the last time this year that I I had all, all my grandparents I've ever known I never knew my grandfather on my dad's side he died um when my dad was in his 20s I think so um I I never got to meet him but you know that depth that if you've ever grieved the loss of someone there's this inevitable change that you go through there's an inevitable change that the family dynamic goes through and it's tough and it's hard. And I think a lot of the spiritual community tries to not the the bypassing part of just they I think a lot of people mean well in saying it's okay. Like look at the bright side. 
without really taking a time to acknowledge the real grief. And sometimes I didn't feel seen in my humanness. And that's a topic that I want to start covering more. And it might or might not be coming with a special guest next week. I hope you've been liking the format of the guest. Um, what is it called? Like Guest podcasts. I know sometimes that when I started listening to podcasts, I loved just the solo episodes of the person that I had re- created a relationship with. Um, AKA me in this scenario. And I really try to bring in a very storytelling approach and um, really human approach to when I do these guest podcasts, knowing that that's we're here, we're in the diary, and we love going to people's section of their diaries that they let us into. Wow, love that. And so going back to the change, um, I've experienced a lot of change. I graduated from my university this earlier this year and I started a new well this one's a college this year um I really went through a lot of changes in my personal relationships whether it be my mom and me really learning what does a relationship now feel like sound like and I really had to learn how to navigate myself. Like, who do I want to be and how do I want to act? But in a very grounded way. And all to say, you've probably experienced some sort of change this year. I mean, if you haven't changed, you haven't been putting yourself out there. And I know that you're putting yourself out there and you have a willingness to learn and you have a willingness to change, but it doesn't mean it's not hard, which was my original point. (laughs) Change is hard. And that's okay. It's not going to be hard forever. I promise you it's not going to be hard forever. I promise you that life comes in cycles. I promise you that if you let light, source, God, universe, light intelligence come at you and work with you, you will get to your destined path. And you are, and I don't want that, that's a whole nother conversation that I just recently, yesterday night, I've been doing this uh, practice called fire scrying. I'm on my, today would be my sixth day. Um, I haven't done it today, but I will do it later today, where you basically get five candles and it is, the intention is to concentrate your thought on the candle in front of you and really strengthen your will and being the vibrational energy of what you're calling in. And I got this practice from Shaman Durek's book, D-U-R-E-K. It's called Spirit Hacking. And that's really been like helpful for me in this transition and supporting yourself through these transitions. Like it's not just like, yeah, it sucks and I'm going to stick in this, stay in this. No, no, no. Let's let's get you support. Let's figure out what help you need. Let's figure out what sort of information you need to stop taking in and what information you need to start taking in. Since I've been going through all these depths of my soul and all these depths of different things, occurrences, I've found that I've needed more things to lean on. For example, if my brain's giving me a really hard time in sort of staying in the fear pattern. I just saw 11-11. 
I've been seeing a lot of synchronicities. If I'm stuck sort of in this way, what do I need to do? Okay, I need to pick up a book and I need to see their their brain processes so that I have evidence, so that my brain has evidence that it doesn't have to be one way and it never has to be one way. Dos. I need to really give myself the benefit of the doubt and say, I'm not actually, it's not actually horrible. And if it is, acknowledge that it's really horrible. And then when you're ready to accept that it'll pass, start telling yourself, and this will pass. So I will get the most out of the lessons in this moment and then leave. And you don't need to do that for a very long time. Maybe it's you sit down after you've had a horrible like weeks or something or a week or if you're more um, acute, (laughs) if you're more ready, you can just do it the day of. I tend to just handle things the day of if I find that there's something there. Give yourself space to process what is what is happening right now. What is the fear? Because when you acknowledge the fear, you tend to be like, okay, well, right now I'm fearing the loss of a grandparent because I've lost already a grandparent. Okay, at least I know the fear. And then I'm not just feeling overwhelmed like everything in my life is going wrong. And if multiple aspects of my life feel like they're going wrong, it's okay to sort of compartmentalize and be like, okay. In work, this is what's happening. Why am I choosing to go through this hard time in my work? Oh, so I could really thrive in this next season of my life. Okay, perfect. At least we understand that. Having a why to continue to go through was one of the biggest lessons that I learned while I was in my initiation in the Peruvian jungle. And again, I'm Ecuadorian. And so it was really my ancestry pulling me there. And I, as I was... Again, if you want the full rundown of this, go to the episode of my shamanic initiation. It's intense um, and like a lot of insight, really insightful too. As I was in that environment, I realized I needed more whys. I need more whys to wake up and start my days. I needed more whys to get up and get ready for my days because when I get in my rut, oh, bitch. I can be the most stubborn bull Taurus you've ever seen, and it's not my best self. When I'm at my best, I am honoring my needs. When I'm not, I like to the old version of me, because I don't want to like put this on me right now, liked to just say no for what reason. Just stay sort of it felt more comfortable being in the in the blaming sort of yeah like things were going bad da, 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 da. or it just like I was just re- really keen on self-pity <laughs> I'm not gonna like say it any other way I was really like okay with self-pity but now I feel like I'm in a better headspace even when I go through the dark times and it's been coming in and out for sure because I'm getting geared up for just like getting ready for myself. You know, it doesn't even have to be an exterior thing, even though I know this will inevitably transfer into ways that I show up in my business, opportunities that come up, ways that um, I operate and volunteer, or I have speaking engagement, podcast podcast guest engagements, 
However, that's no longer my main focus. I think I was always looking for an exterior. Like I was like, okay, I'll go through this, but only if there's like a lot of exterior change. And I want us to realize that internal change is the most important. And I know that you could roll your eyes on that. And I very much used to roll my eyes. If you were to tell me in June before I left for um, my uh, shamanic initiation, my retreat that I went on there, um, not even a retreat. That wasn't a retreat. It was, I mean, maybe it was called a retreat. I would have been like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm still holding on. Like, I get it. I'm still figuring it out. But, like, I still need inevitably, like, change on my outside world. And I'm not saying that that's not going to happen because it certainly has. And if you've been with me any amount of time, you would see that my external reality has changed a lot. Um, but my interior reality has changed even more. And that's the hardest part because a big reality is that if you were to get everything you wanted right now, there's a very high chance you wouldn't, one, know how to hold it, two, really be able to embrace the capacity, like have the capacity to hold it all in, um, three, know what to do with all that money that you're asking for in the most effective way, and yes, you can learn, but there's this self-doubt aspect of a lot of us that we need to, first of all, recognize is not us. It's just the product of the, everything that has happened um, throughout our lives and the people that we've interacted with and what their limiting belief is, right? A lot of this needs to be dissected and pulled from the depths of you. So that you may hold even more. And you don't understand this till you've been through it. And I'm sure you've been through it through some stages. So really honoring that. Like I. You know what's coming to my head right now? This conversation of respect your dharma. Respect your dharma. Is something that. Uh, I heard, well, I'm currently in Dharma Coaching Institute to become a fully certified coach by April 26th. And my birthday is April 24th. So this is like my gift to myself for my birthday. And uh, they said something about, I don't know who said it, but respect your Dharma. Dharma is life purpose. It's this thing that we like quick quick fixes right now. We love quick fixes. We love it. It like it validates our need to like feel like, yeah, see, it's mine. See, I'm worth it. See, da da da. And how much respect is there for that? How much time did that elder have to go through to become that elder? And why have we stopped respecting that sacred time that it takes to get something? And the sacred changes that have to be experienced in order for that change to really mean something. Life only means, you know, as much as you, for me at least, I experience life through depth. And depth comes through change of self, of experiences, of circumstances, of relationships. And that is how the world literally goes round. 
We keep, again, expecting us ourselves to not be like the trees, to not be like Pachamama, which takes her fucking time. And when it's time to go, oh, she goes. But we have to really channel that Kafa energy. Kafa is a Sanskrit word that, again, y'all, I'm learning in Dharma Coaching Institute, where it's the energy of earth. It's the energy of slowing down. It's the energy of a pond where that sacred pause. And yes, change can start happening super fast. And amidst the change, find that sacred pause so that you can hold yourself to a capacity that you previously didn't know you could. And that's where I'm at right now. I sometimes get in the shower and I just like, my brain's going a million miles per hour and then I just have to force myself to take a pause so that I don't fall into that not self sort of theme in human design. I'm a generator, so it would be frustration. And for me, it's all, it gets so frustration. It's my frustration gets so much that it sort of gets to hopelessness. And so to not get into that, I'm like structuring sort of in that masculine energy certain times that I get to be in my, for lack of other words, feminine. That masculine energy really supports that container of your growth. And that is what's really important right now in change because it can feel like everything is happening all at once chaos nothing is making logical sense nothing's going a for a to b it's going a outer space moon star galaxy realm and then is is it ever coming back to b right so i hope that in this you understand that maybe your takeaway from this conversation is that i need a structure so that the chaos can happen and I'm still feeling like I have some, some anchoring, some anchoring. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to have that need as a human. I'm working on discovering ways to really, like, amplify Spirit's message in a very grounded way, in a very human way. And in a way that every single one of us can... relate to and can understand and part of that discovery is realizing how humans have been super discredited over centuries it's like oh humans are the reason that everything bad is going on but humans are the reason that a lot of great has gone on too and what I find in my experience is the humans that are conscious of the unity of the entire world and how and then are aware of the layers and the dimensions in that we live in that's when change can happen because your human self is the one that has the hands right and the opposable thumbs to create to create a new reality to create a new future and so a lot of the time to create a new you have to dismantle the old you've probably heard that before And that's what you're going through. You're probably like, yeah, fuck, I get it. Yeah, you get it? Okay, let's like really dive deeper into, 
okay, what lesson am I really avoiding right now that is preventing me from moving in this season? Because winter, things still move. Winter being a a season for seclusion, being a season to go inward, being a season to accept that like we've lost our fucking leaves and there's still so much life in the soil. And some things are going to come out next season, but they're not going to come out if you keep on pretending that some of the things that you're trying to let go of right now aren't there or aren't your responsibility to be there. And I'm taking the bull by the horns. Again, bull's coming through today. And, like, I'm doing my own shit, too. Like, I feel at times very overwhelmed by everything that's happening in my personal existence, in my personal life, and what's happening in my world right now. And I've created my mornings to do 10 minutes of breath work with an app called Insight Timer. It's free. Insight Timer. I can put it in the notes below if you haven't uh, heard of it. And at night, I'm starting to do fire scrying, which is the practice that I told you about earlier from Shaman Durk's Spirit Hacking book, which I think that uh, is better told by his words. So maybe search that up because I don't really I don't want to copyright him. So I'm not going to like put it um, in the places or you maybe people do fire scrying differently, but just search up the concept of fire scrying that if you feel that that might resonate for you. And I will evolve as my needs do. And that is okay. Don't keep doing the same mistake of expecting to hold the same rock right now. Like maybe you're sitting on a rock. And this is the last example I give that I'll really leave you with so that you can understand for the rest of your day what the effects are that we do to ourselves if we try and sit in the same place for a long time. Because this rock that you are imaginarily sitting on, you feel like, oh, it's a nice rock. It's a sturdy rock. Yes, there's a lot of, um, like, I don't really want to continue my path forward through this river because this rock just is, like, really great. And yes, sure, like, there's paths that I could go on, but this one's great and it's sturdy and I've been on it for a long time. What happens is that you don't you feel the nudge to keep going forward because it's this like push it's this push that life is giving you and I will always see it through source source god universe is giving you a little nudge of like okay let's start moving because this rock that once held you is no longer gonna have space for this next level that you need to go on and if anything this rock might start sliding and veering you so far off of your just alignment and your truth that we don't want you to get to that point. We want you to like still be close to the other paths where you feel like, okay, I can start dipping my little like toe into the other rock. Okay. And then slowly getting yourself into that next step, always supporting your journey forward. And acknowledging that where you've been has been And the present is where you get to decide where you're going. And that's the only truth (laughs) that you need in that moment of change. Because so much is happening. What if the future? What if this? What if the past? What if these people? What if da-da-da-da-da-da? Okay, but what if now? What if right now you acknowledge what was coming up? 
how much more clarity would you have in this pond that seems like it's foggy? What tool would you actually see if you were present that you were like, oh shit, there's this little like spare branch that I could actually put between this path and that path to help me get there better and safer and calmer? What if? What if? Okay? I celebrate who I am and who I am becoming. That is a sticker I have on my laptop. I celebrate who I am and who I am becoming. Because it's okay to want the future. And it's okay to be like, but that past self helped me a lot. Because those are both truths. Truths. Behold the duality. Acknowledge that you can want more. Acknowledge that you can be scared. Acknowledge that there's two truths. There's multiple truths that can be held at once. And go with your intuition. Because you got it. (laughs) Okay, this has pumped me up for my day. Thank you for listening so much. If you loved it, uh, please like and subscribe. I would love to have you here every single week. If you have any suggestions of what you want to hear next or any feedback on today's episode, DM me at the Jaguar Curandera on Gmail. I almost said on Gmail. On Instagram. I'm going to go drink water. You have a blessed day. Realize all the synchronicities that are coming your way because there's a lot. And take care of yourself. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Diary of a Shaman podcast. Show your love by sending us five stars on Spotify and Apple so we may continue to grow this beautiful Jaguar community. Join us over on Instagram for more behind the scenes at the Jaguar Curandera and I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.